Talon became a world champion world. tonight. World, world. Wow. world champion. Yeah, that makes it sound so big. Show him your shirt. Okay, Show him it. Shirt. Just um, the shirt. <laughs> Okay, y'all can zoom in later. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> and fates. <laughs> They're not there anymore. So it's a really exciting day because of Hollis and because of Talon's world championship. Two good things. Two good things. Lots going for us. Welcome to This Is Kingdom. This is Grace. This is Talon. This is TJ. And this is Hollis. And Oh, that sounded good. That sounded oh, good. Yeah. I got you. And this week, we're going over the talk, Brothers and Sisters in Christ by... Our guy, we love Elder Suarez, and TJ's he threw down friend. on his TJ's best friend. Guys, oh, can we yeah. just say this? We love him. He's such a <laughs> he's such a good man. We like, say that. friend. We met him in a garage one time, and yeah. that makes it sound weird. But I like a garage. What were y'all doing in a garage? We, we just don't just ask questions. It. We okay. just met him in a garage, and he's so he's such uh, a good, tender man. Okay, so this is a, this is funny though, because Grace and I are like, you see someone famous, you know what I mean? We're like, oh, I don't want to bug. Talon is like. In their face, right away. <laughs> and so great. And so me and Grace are like, oh, shoot. Okay, I guess. Well, okay. They weren't going to say anything. They were going to yeah. walk right by. <laughs> yeah. And so we're in there and then we just, yeah, it's just so cute. We're and chatting then we with them. And we got to hug him. Wait, can we tell you the thinky thing real quick? Him. Oh, yeah. It's cute when you have a story about yeah. an apostle, man. Yeah, you say it. Because so we just talked about how I think he was in Fiji and they're having a meeting with all the stake presidents from some different islands and he just said uh wait you do it grace he was like i love taking pictures with them because i look so little <laughs> said, i'm so skinny <laughs> yes. so cute yeah so tender. he held up his pinky we love him you guys we love, we him. love him i think when you like see that their heart's so tender too it makes you like even more excited for their talks because you're like oh mm. this is just a good tender-hearted man giving this talk i want to know what he has yeah. to say so you know? and this is such a tender talk for real Mm. So I just want to start with, uh, man. Okay, so I, I re-listened and, and re-watched this today. And this is my new favorite part of this whole talk because he got all emotional about it. Mm. So he says, there's a tale of a certain Jewish rabbi who was enjoying the sunrise with two friends. He asked them, how do you know when the night is over and the new day has begun? One of them replied, when you can look into the east and can distinguish a sheep from a goat. The other then responded, when you can look into the horizon and distinguish an olive tree from a fig tree. They then turned to the wise rabbi and asked him the same question. After a long reflection, he replied, and this one, he got all tender. He mm. got all choked up. And he's like, when you can look into the east and see the face of a woman or the face of a man and, and can say, she is my sister, he is my brother. And it just does not get more tender than that, man. Thinking about brothers and sisters in Christ. And it had me thinking, and this is what I'd love to talk about today, is, is we love this and we want this and we're working towards this, but it can be so difficult sometimes. At least for me, there's two things that makes this tough. Is sometimes I'm honestly on the end of being judgmental. You know what I mean? I'm quick to judge. I see something, I'm like, whoa, this is how it is. This is how it's going to go, which is obviously wrong and dumb. And that's what I do, okay? And then I got the other side who sometimes feels like I don't fit in, like I'm not a part of the church. There's certain things in my past. There's certain things in my story that just doesn't make me like a typical to disqualify member. you. In yeah, a way. it disqualifies yeah. me. And so I have like these two like inner parts of me that are kind of wrestling against each other. Maybe you guys can relate and maybe people listening can relate today. But man, I would love to just get to a point where it's like, how can we start making some progress when we're feeling these inner struggles, we want to get to this point. We want to say, that's my sister, that's my brother. But man, how do we get there 
fighting off the natural man, fighting off some of those natural struggles. Mm. I feel like I thought about this when I was reading the talk also, but I had a conversation a couple of years ago, actually, with one of my really good friends. We were talking about people who maybe feel like that, that maybe have been mistreated are in that kind of category that are hurting. And he just said, why do we forget to stop and listen to their stories? And maybe if we cared a little bit more about hearing people's stories and instead of looking at their circumstances and deciding how we feel based on their circumstances or the differences between us or all of these things, what if we actually just stopped and said, hey, like, tell me about you. Like, tell me what you're feeling. Tell me your story. And it's interesting because I love this quote that he says in the talk. And he just says, their limited view of others actually obstructs their ability to see who they are as children of God. Mm -hmm. And I think we're really quick to look at someone and assume their story instead of sitting down next to them and saying, hey, tell me where you're at. Tell me how you're feeling. Tell me what you're thinking about. This is actually so interesting because Hollis and I have worked together for like several years and we've talked about this a lot, but we haven't talked about it recently. And, and Hollis has always said this, if you don't love somebody, it's because you don't know them well enough. And I had an experience in one of my classes. There was this girl that like, to be honest, she annoyed the crap out of me. Like she drove me crazy. You know, one of the people, like every comment they make, you're like, put your hand down, like stop talking. And at the end of the semester, everybody shared their life story. And she shared her life story and it like wrecked me. The things that she'd been through, the things that had happened, I, I felt so much love for because all of a sudden I saw a more complete view. All of a sudden I realized like she was so much more than I pegged her to be. And I like felt so bad that I'd made such a quick decision about who she was instead of really taking the time to know who she was and where she was coming from. I love that. When we worked together, it was by that quote from Abraham Lincoln. He says, I don't like that man. I need to get to know him better. Oh, is that where it came yeah, from? Yeah, that's where that's it came so from. <laughs> Bring in Abraham Lincoln, baby. <laughs> so good. He really brings it home. But I really like that. And I think sometimes when we're like, I don't like that man, sometimes we say that about ourselves too. Like TJ was saying just before, I was like, I don't know if I like that part of myself. I don't know if that part fits in. Or sometimes when that part doesn't fit in, we either try to back away or we try to bring it a little closer. And I think when we try to bring that part of ourselves a little closer, I think that's where the magic happens. And it reminds me of this story, all right? Little Hollis time. Oh, okay? let's take it back. Let's take it back. You got to take it back. Uh, this was back in elementary school. In elementary school, they give you those Scantron tests, right? Mm -hmm. And in those tests, they're like, okay. They were terrible. They're torture. They were terrible. They were torture. And in those tests, they ask you, okay, what is your name? Uh, where are you from? Okay, and now what are you? And they give you these bubbles, and you only can fill in one bubble. And me being half Thai and half American, I can only fill in one bubble. And it was the most stressful part of the test every single time. And... I was like, okay, which one am I? And every single test, I would fill a different one because I didn't, I didn't fit in. I feel like I couldn't fit in because I was like, oh, I was growing up here. I don't know if I like embraced these differences I had. And it was really hard for me. But as I look back, it was when I started to embrace those things. And it's like, oh, I'm different because God made me different for a reason. Those things make me who I am. And the more I tried to stop fitting in, and started embracing what God gave me and these gifts that he gave me, the more I realized those things were just labels. The only label I needed to worry about was that I'm a child of God. And that's what helped me realize, just like I can embrace that in myself, I can embrace that same thing in others. Those differences don't mean anything. They're only enhanced 
the experience and journey we have with God here. Oh, I feel you on that, man. <laughs> Dude, because me you. too, bro. Right? I'm half white, half Samoan, bro. Me too. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't you tell know. me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm half Latino real. now that you I always <laughs> feel. I always feel super, super white at the Samoan things and super Samoan at yes. the white things, <laughs> bro. I love you. You get me, bro. <laughs> All right. So, but watch this. Okay. I got to, I got to share this quote and ask this question for you guys. So Elder Suarez says, as sons and daughters of the covenant, we can help to eliminate this kind of behavior, right? The prejudice, the judging, man, I got to say this too. He says, in fact, my dear brothers and sisters, there is no place for prejudiced thoughts or mm. actions in the community of saints. And then he says, we can help to eliminate this kind of behavior by looking at the apparent differences that exist between us with the Savior's eyes. And I think that is so crazy and so awesome. And then it's like, how the heck do we start to do that? How do we start to look at apparent differences with the Savior's eyes? You guys brought up one already, sitting and listening, hearing the story. Is there any other things that you guys have seen in your experience helps with this? Seeing like crises. Y'all are going to have better thoughts on this. But my first thought is honestly making a decision about who you want to be. And I feel like we've talked a lot about this recently of like deciding who you want to be. Here's something to add to your list. Nine times in this talk, use the word respect of like having respect towards people, which if you look at like synonyms, it's like to admire, to appreciate, right? And I think again and again, he's trying to get across, like be the kind of person that it doesn't matter who you're interacting with, you respect them. And I think sometimes we get it backwards and we think, yeah, like I'll respect someone if they respect me. It's like, no, 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 that's not the Jesus way. What he taught is like, even the Pharisees can do that. Mm. But what I'm looking for in my disciples is somebody who gives respect, period. It doesn't matter who you're interacting with. It doesn't matter how different their beliefs are, their views are. It doesn't matter how different they are. I want you to be the ones who choose to give respect first. And when I think of that, I'm like, okay, that, that'll change the way that I live. It really reminds me, honestly, of the first two, the two greatest commandments, how we love God with all our heart and we love others as ourselves. I genuinely believe when we have the relationship with ourself and God right, the relationship with everyone else will be right too. That begins with us and God. Sometimes we look to outward, it's like, oh, how do I help others? How do we help others? That's a great thing and it's a great desire. I think to achieve what Elder Suarez says in this talk of being brothers and sisters in Christ in one, it's getting the relationship with yourself and God right. Because everything will be right around you. And then that's when we become one in Christ together. And I think that's super interesting because I think there's no one who does this better than Jesus. And you see it mm. all of the time in scripture. Like I think he even mentions the woman at the well in yeah. the talk. But there are so many times when Jesus interacts with people exceptionally different than him. And also people that like culturally, people are like, oh, I don't know if that's like, not correct, but you know what I'm saying? Like the like, norm. The norm, <clears throat> yeah. Like he does this all of the time. And in my head, I'm like, oh, if I want to be good at that, I better be connected to him mm. because no one does it better than him. I love that. And it just makes me think that I think one of the things Jesus does the best is he is so curious. Like any conversation that you like read that Jesus has with people that are different than him or maybe that are not the norm or this, like the regular people that typically they would hang out with or whatever. I think one of his greatest gifts and one of the things that I admire so deeply about Jesus is his curiosity. That every single conversation he has, he's the one asking questions. He wants to know about them. He says, I'm not going to sit here and tell you who I am. I actually want to know who you are. And I think that there's so much to be learned from that. 
and just saying, okay, well, what if I just like sat down and I actually was like curious about the person sitting in front of me? How would that change the relationship? The prophet and their suarez, they're like calling. They're calling on us to lead out and being like showing the example of how to treat people. And we got to take that. We got to take that and run. That's the challenge for the week. Yeah. There's got to be a reason, man, why there's so many differences with us. There's got to be a reason why there's so many different views and perspectives and circumstances and journeys, man. And here's the thing. I'm going to trust in the one who told us and showed us and planned to make all things become one, to take everyone everywhere where they're at and to help them become one. And we can do that as we sing this song, man. We are children holding hands We're around holding the hands. world mm-hmm. like Let's you know me. Hey. With the gospel flag unfurled, Last ride. we are led by his light, and mm. we love truth and right. Come on, we are building the kingdom of God. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get it. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>